Hello, hello, hello. Ladies, this is the Cinderella Effect. Thank you for tuning in on today. Now, I told you we were going to have part two of Reverend Edwina D. Perrin. Now, this is Amika Adams, the first, coming to you, the creative lady, they call me, with part two with Ed, uh, Reverend Edwina D. Perrin to talk about the ministry she has, talk about her book, and talk about how she is on fire for God. So let's jump into it and let let me tell you about this woman of God here. So Reverend Edwina D. Perrin, she is the CEO and founder of Divine and God in God Ministries. Now, she have a scripture here that reads in Jeremiah 30 and 2. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write in a book all of the words that I have spoken to you. Now, that's a good um, scripture to um, focus on, and that is her foundation for this ministry that she has. Now, it says, Reverend Perrin creates Christian curriculums. She teaches pastors and leaders how to create authentic, innovative curriculums. Most importantly, her work is customized to meet your needs, done for you curriculums. She participates in several communities activities such as the advisory board for remnant warriors global incorporated a ministry called to equip women to talk in their kingdom authority the jericho walls project spartanburg women's minutes uh, mission true greed ministries the greenville chapter Divining for Women, all while minister, uh, mentoring for the schools of Spartanburg District 5. This woman is powerful, packed information and ministry for God. I'm telling you, I can't wait to dive in. So how are you doing today, Reverend Edwina? I am doing well. I am doing well, Amika. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm excited about what's going to happen on this podcast, part two. <laughs> I am. I'm excited, too, because, you know, God, I, when he he gives me those divine downloads, they just don't stop. So <laughs> you may have to interrupt to stop me from talking. That's okay. We want to hear more about you. <laughs> so I want to jump in and talk about your ministry. Okay, so um, 2014, uh, March of 2014, my pastor birthed this ministry in me. Um, we were having a youth meeting at the time. I was the youth minister at my church, and we were having a meeting with other youth uh, ministry leaders in there. Um, and so we were at a restaurant um, eating dinner, and after we got finished eating dinner, he said, I'm repairing, I'm sorry to tell you, you are no longer going to be the youth ministry. Um, leader, or uh, and I said, okay, you know, I was kind of shocked because I didn't know where the conversation was going. 
He said, uh-huh. um, I will tell you later, you know, some things that will be going on. But he did in turn, he said, um, it's not for me to share in front of everybody um, what God has for you. And um, so I said, okay. He said, but I will share this. He said, I, um, God said, write a blog. He said, you are to start a blog. And I said, okay. And I'm still like, did I do something wrong as the youth ministry leader? So he proceeded and he named someone else the youth minister um, leader. And so once they left, he said, you know, I want to talk to you. He said, God has so much for you. Um, He was like, that's not your place. He's like, let me tell you what your place. And he began to pour into me and began to just lay hands in the restaurant until the people that was around us, they began to pray while he was praying for me. And that's where it all began to wow. start the Divining God Ministry blog. So it started out a blog in 2014. And then um, as I was working on the blog, you know how Satan, Satan would play on your mind. I didn't have a lot of people. They weren't reading it. People weren't getting it. I was like, oh, my God. I said, God, you told my pastor to tell me to, to do this. I only have three people reading it. And yada, yada, yada. I was like, what's going on? So I, he, my pastor said, stay the course. He's like, you got to stay. That was always his phrase. Stay the course. Mm. So I stayed the course. And within a year's time, it went from three people reading it to about 3,000 people reading the blog. Uh, talking about what? that was nobody but God. In the Ooh. midst of this, yeah, I went from like three. In, it, in, it increased to like 3,000. I still have pictures in my phone where I took, I only had three people reading it to the point where three, it jumped to 3,000 in a year or over 3,000 in a year. And I wow. just went from there. I saw it from there. Well, at the time, I didn't have a name for the blog. And I said, God, uh, I think I kind of started out just using my name. And the Lord, I was at my dining table. And I remember, it, I no longer have that dining table. Um, and I remember sitting at the table, and he said, Divine and God Ministries. And I was like, I said, God, this got an S on it. Like, why does it have an S? You know how God talks to you? And he said, yeah. you will not have a ministry. He said, you got to have ministries. And I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> so it proceeded from there. And I said, okay, God. I said, I trust you. And God started placing me in the lives of people that would come, like people who didn't even know me. I was at a uh, Pearl, what was it, a Petal Pearl and something breakfast at another church, a local church that's here. And the speaker walked up to me. She didn't know me. She said, you got a book. She laid her hand. She said, let me birth this book in you. She said, it's not going to happen right away. But she said, you're going to birth a book. That was 2015. Two years later, I started working with um, my publishing, which is Momentum Publishing uh, by Kim Randletree, and published a book, a compilation project. And so she told me that. And now, and in between there, another person walked up to me and said, you got a book. Like, they didn't even know what was going on, you know, in my life. They didn't know anything about the blog, none of that. And he said, there's a book in you. You get ready to birth it. And sure enough, they prophesied that. And I did a book compilation project with Kim Roundtree 
and you know work with um other authors on it so from there it has taken off not from only that book um i did a project where i invited uh other authors um you know uh, people that own their own business and i proceeded to do a project with when ceos pray your 12 month devotional so i was working on a third book but due to COVID-19, um, and this was going to involve pastors, um, but I had to stop that project because uh, many pastors right now are not trying to, you know, extend, you know, their budgets because they just don't know what's going on. They, they, you know, they want to take care of their flock, which is understandable. But in God's timing, in God's timing, that third book will come yeah. out. Yes. Sounds awesome. Since you jumped on the book, so I see on your website it says Fear to Freedom on that tab, and it goes straight to a, a book that you have here. Talk about that. Okay, Fear to Freedom is an Amazon best-selling book. The book made the Amazon best-selling list within 15 seconds. Sorry, within 15 minutes. What? Within 15 minutes. minutes. Wow. Um, yes. Within 15 minutes of releasing it, uh, we released it in December. Um, i trying to think. I can't remember my date. But anyway, in December. Yeah. And so in 15 minutes, it was bestseller. We had just left from launching the book. And by the time my son, my dad, and myself got to um, the restaurant to eat dinner, um, Kim called and said, we have just made Amazon bestseller. And I was like, we just left. We had literally just sat down in the restaurant. And so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Fear to Freedom is a collaboration of um, many authors. And actually, we only had one male author um, there. But it's a collaboration of 10 authors um, who share their fears and their triumphs how we fear certain things but now you know we are walking in a triumphant life and we have released those fears um and it's just to guide your faith that you know what you have to release those fears in order to catapult in your life if you got fears yeah. you will be held back once you release them and once you know i i say this a catapult my son had to make a catapult when he was in the sixth seventh grade and i remember my dad and him out there making it. It was their science project. It was, it was a huge grade. And I remember them putting the, t- the um, table tennis ball in there. And the tighter the pressure was, the further the ball would launch. And I want to tell somebody, the tighter the pressure of life, the things that are pushed, that are seen to be pressing on you, it's going to launch you. And when it launches you, it'll be nothing anybody can do because it's going to be God. It's that the pressure will make you stronger. The pressure will cause you to persevere. The, the, the pressure will cause you to look to the hills with comfort your help. All your help comes from God. And so that's what that book is about. Um, we, we just, I was just transparent in there. And I talked about the pressures of my life um, because my chapter is from pieces to wholeness. I'm chapter six. Um, so it, yeah. <laughs> and I talk about how my pieces made my wholeness. And it's just, this is a phenomenal book. 
Um, and I just talk about how I fought my calling and ran from my calling. Um, I, I talk about how, um, you know, my grand, uh, my father passed never to say anything to me, but I knew the day he passed because I was dreaming about him and it was like, he was asking for forgiveness. And so when my mom called, she said, I just want to let you know. And I said, for real? And I said, well, I already knew. I said, he came to me in a dream. So I say all that, and, and you know, I learned, I began to learn why I was having male issues, because I was lo- looking for uh, my biological father in me, and like, I was still looking for that, that, Come that, on. that, that validation, Come on. that love from him to know, like, why, say you that. know, and so I'm very transparent about how I went from pieces to wholeness. And how I walked in my calling. I was called online. I was pledging um, Death of Sick Bethany Incorporated. And I remember God calling me. I mm. wrestled, ran until I couldn't run until 2012. Until the Lord said, okay, I'm tired of you running. You keep running. And, and I remember the very words that he said, my wrath is not going to be good. And I just said, I surrender. I was at a women's conference um, that December. Mm. And um, 2011, and I just remember all of that. And in 2012, God, he just kept talking to me. And I said, oh, yeah, let me let me stop running. Oh, wow. That's an awesome, awesome testimony. And I can relate to some of those things where you're talking about, you know, because um, my father wasn't in my life at all. And so now I'm, like, realizing, looking back, I'm like, why am I dating these older men? these older older men and I realize now I'm like uh uh-uh I need to work on myself so I can you know find someone that really is or let them find me that is um something someone that's positive and not trying to like where I'm broken at um have that to be Mm -hmm. something that's attracting to me so I've learned that to work on fix myself so I can you know attract someone that's positive and that's not a father figure so I thank God for that, man. That, this is on fire. I can't wait to get the book myself. Now, I just want to let y'all know, y'all need to buy that book right now after y'all get done listening to this podcast, Fear to Freedom. And I will I definitely have the link on this podcast for you to take a look at. Now, I see here it says Ministry in Action. Now, I was so excited about this because I saw it looks like it's um, a cancer-like uh, event. Can you tell me more about this? Yes. Um, my mom um, passed in June, uh, June 6, 2017. And for 20 years, 20 or over 20 years, I'm, I want to say 23 years, she worked with American Cancer Society when she was a community health educator. Health educator, And one of the things that she was, um, her job description was she had to recruit women and encourage them to get their mammogram and to have their pap smears and different things like that. That was a mm. part of her job through a federal grant. And so... Wow. Uh, with American Cancer Society, October is Breast Cancer Awareness, and that's always a huge month for um, that particular group that my mom worked with. They they celebrated all cancers, but my mom worked with the breast cancer for women and for men. And so when she mm. passed, I 
kept her legacy going on. Even though I don't work with American uh, with American Cancer Society, but I partnered with them and I told them because they love my mama. I mean, I can't think of the number wow. of lives my mama, the so uh, saved men and women. Um, my mama had several male clients that she would refer and they would find out they had breast cancer because guess what they mama they great grandmama the grandmama they all had breast cancer so you know genetic um yeah but it wasn't just a male yes it wasn't just a male uh a female you know disease it's a male disease as well so i kept her legacy going on um and it's called passionate about pink um so every October, I host a free, this is a free banquet in my hometown um, and at my church. And I invite women from all over and invite cancer survivors. And they come, they have a luncheon, they have a, um, a worries giving, and they are giving gifts. And, you know, we just have a, a phenomenal time. Um, we have testimonials of people who have survived. We talk to the family members, to someone who may have passed. And each year it gets bigger and bigger. The first year I had 68 people there. That was in 20, I did it in 2018. Last year in 2019, I had 130 some people there. Um, wow. At that so it's, it's growing. And so I'm in the process of getting um, my name trademarked. Um, so going to work on that problem. Right. So I've been just doing a lot. Yes. Man, that's awesome. I was like, I want to hear the story on this because I know it's the story behind that. So I yes. am so awesome. Um, I am like very impressed about that, that you kept it going on with your mom's legacy when you could have let it die. So that is um, very good because you know how much she touched people's lives and to keep it going to touch more lives, you know, after she's gone, but she's still here in spirit. So that is, I know she's like happy and proud of you on that. But let's get over yeah. to these testimonies. When I saw these testimonies, I was like, this sounds like me a couple of days ago. So I want to read them. I'm going to read three here. It says, okay. just wanted you to know that I am proud of you. Keep developing and expanding the divine in God brand. I know that's right. That's divine warrior number one. Now, these, these last two sound like me. My, 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 well, my, my, just caught the replay and shared. It blessed me. Was feeling overwhelmed. Anxiety was rumbling in my gut. But God, this reminder... <laughs> came right on time thank god for you divine warrior number two number three is exactly how i feel you're you are amazing in character i mean that sis your character speaks volumes without opening your mouth divine warrior number three and i want to add on there when your mouth open it's powerful <laughs> I'm like, woo! Thank you. So, thank you. I, these are wonderful testimonies on here, and I'm so grateful that they were um, able to express the same thing I feel about you. So, it's a consistent character about you, how God is putting you some strong, um, powerful gifts. 
and that it shows and it comes through that you do have a ministry and, and a place in this world. So I just wanted to share that with you. So what did you think when you heard those testimonies? <laughs> oh, my God. Blown away. Because um, sometimes I'll be like, oh, is anybody listening to me? But um, I know for <laughs> I do sometimes. I say, is anybody listening? Um, am I making sense? You know, I do say that oftentimes. But I yeah. do know that there's a... <laughs> I do know that there's an anointing um, on my life, and the reason why I know is because of the amount of warfare that I go through, uh, and not only that, the warfare that my son goes through. And it took me a long time to teach him that, you know, because you're connected to me, and because yeah. of the anointing on my life, the anointing in the house, you're going to go through these. So now... My son knows how to operate. He knows what it is to go get the oil, lay hands on his friends. And when they're going through some things, he knows what it is to lay hands. Um, before um, this coronavirus, he called me one Saturday. He said, Mom, all my friends are sick, but none of them have the flu. And I was like, what? He was like, no. He said, but he's like, they all went to be tested. He's like, Mom, it's just strange. They all sick. I'm not sick. He said, but I'm the one that's going to... Um, CVS and I'm gonna go to Walgreens and get some stuff and Walmart and he went in there and he said what do I need to do and I said well get this get that and so he got that mm -hmm. and took it back to his friends and then um, he said but mom he said something came over me when I was taking their stuff to their room um, mm -hmm. he said God told me to go get the oil that you have and to lay hands on them he said mama I went and got the oil now this is a 20 year old college but at the time 19 he said, I went and got wow. the oil out my door. He said, I started praying as I was walking back to their room. He said, Mom, I began to just lay hands on them and renounce, denounce, and rebuke the 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 whatever they were having. And he yeah. said, I started calling them out. And he said, I started telling them. He said, you got to say what I say. Apply the blood. We believe the blood. He said, Mama, they were sick yeah. and couldn't move. He said, Mom, within 24 hours, they were up walking around like nothing had happened. He said, I just began what? to thank God, like, oh my God. He said, I began to think, like, my mom's anointing is in me. So, um, yeah. I know that because, yeah, the warfare that we often go through um, a lot of times and different things that are going, I just have to tell the devil, I know who I serve and whose I am. So, whatever you bring here is going to boomerang back out here. Woo! I know and that's it's not right. Gonna stay. It's not going to stay. And I don't get easily mm -hmm. rocked. I don't get easily, you know, uh, nothing takes me off course now. Uh, because I know who I am. I know who my household serves. And I got the right coverage. And the right coverage is the blood of Jesus. Woo! Man, I hear the power of God coming through you every time you talk. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Man, that's a good testimony. Now, that shows how your life is in the household that you taught him and that he exercises it and you know um and then you know because we we can teach our kids everything but until they know god for themselves it ain't gonna you know work so you right. have to you know teach the kids so when you know they're older you know they won't depart from it but having you to um have a child that is open-minded to listen to what you had to say about how to do things and 
and to be very open-minded to hear the Holy Spirit speak and move. That was good yes. that he did that. Yes. So I know his um friends are grateful for him that he know God. Yeah, because he said, Mom, they always call me and say, come on and pray. Will you pray? I have an exam. Or come and pray. I have a test. So he said, I often find myself praying um, praying with them. Or he said, I often tell them, no, let's just, you pray it. I'm going to stand in agreement with them. Exactly. I said, I taught you well, child. <laughs> I know. That's right. Because he's teaching them. That's all I was thinking to myself. I'm like, he needs to tell them that they need to start praying for themselves and have their own faith in their own relationship with God. I mean, you know, because yes. you, you know, because I may not be available. <laughs> you need to reach out to God and pray for yourself. So that's real good. You did a great job with him. I can tell that through those testimonies. Yeah. So, so how are they really doing don't... now? How are those? Go ahead. Those kids are just... They're doing well. Um, many of them, they, they FaceTime each other. So um, just listening to them talk, like I heard one call him and, you know, um, they were talking about his, their job that, you know, they lost their job because of, um, you know, their the coronavirus shut their place of employment down. And so, you know, them having to come home from college, they lost their job that it was in college and then, they have to come back home. They can't find jobs. And, and Ontario said, well, have you asked God to direct you to a job? I heard him say that when they, I was all on the phone. <laughs> and, he, and he said, uh, he said, he tells the child, he said, perhaps you need to open your mouth and ask God. Well, it was about a week later, the child said, I did what you said. He was like, I said, God, can you help me find a job? And he said, guess what? I got a job. <laughs> you know he's got a calling on his life. Yeah. And I don't ever say anything. I just listen to things. Um, my son and I have a very great relationship. And, you know, he's the only child, only child between his dad and I. He's rotten. Um, and don't get it twisted. We have our issues with him now. I'm not going to think that he just a good child all the time. Yeah. But he, you know, he, yeah. he's a he's a nice well he's 20 now he's a 20 year old uh every now and then i have to check him in god but you know for the most part mm-hmm. he's a very mental child and um maybe he's rotten he's the only child uh oldest <laughs> grand on my side the baby grand on his dad's side so what do you expect he got three women <laughs> wow that's still a blessing, though. That's a blessing yeah. to have the child know God and have a relationship with God and to teach others. So I just, yeah. man, you just got a blessed life, you know, because it could be worse these people out here. Most of these kids don't know yeah. God, don't go to church either. Right. Yeah, so. Um, and I just know that the ministry that God has poured into me, um, and, you know, and just mm-hmm. going back and reading these testimonials, I read these testimonials, you know, occasionally just to remind myself that I am God's mouthpiece. Yes. I'm God's vessel. Um, because that second divine warrior, I remember the, the devotion that I wrote. And it was um, the devotion uh, that she's talking about. Well, it wasn't one I wrote. It was a Tuesday talk. Because I do Tuesday talks every Tuesday yeah. at 8 o'clock on the Divine God Ministry Facebook that. page. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. Tuesday talk. 
Um, and this is a time, it's a Tuesday talk. Sometimes it's preaching, sometimes it's Bible study, and sometimes it's a guest. Um, like I had a guest on there um, last mm-hmm. week, and she talked about how to yeah. overcome anxiety during COVID-19. She's a um, doctor. And so um, yeah. you can even go back and listen to the replay of that on, on my podcast, yeah. which is hashtag there is a word podcast. And it's on there, and she gives great tips um, about this. So this week I have, um, I, I call her the budget angel bearer. She the budget person. <laughs> and so she yeah. talks about faith and finances during the COVID-19. Um, so I, I believe in taking my platform and allowing other people to, to you know, catapult as well. It's not about me. I'm just here to launch other people to the deep for them to see what they truly have. I'm the cheerleader. And you know, most people be like, I can't yeah. believe you uh, promoting other people's uh, ministry. And I say, guess what? Somebody promoted mine for it to come at this level. I'm going to give back. What you sow yeah. your seed in, it will come back. You know, you yeah. cannot be jealous and you can't hate. We all in this together. Yeah. We try to win souls. Christ, so it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, I'm a cheerleader, I believe in, okay, you know how to do this, let me share this, yeah. you might want to do this, um, you know, yeah. I don't believe in keeping things to myself, because it will do no good, um, and so I that is so true, I, I say that too, about myself too, that I'm a cheerleader for God, and for people that, you know, are in ministry. I, I'm, I mean, I'll be like, encourage you to go and do your thing. And I got some gifts. If I can help you, I'm going to help you. You know, I'm going to give you some resources. But I want to go into um, this photo gallery. Man, oh, man. This is a powerful photo gallery. I want to know what happened on, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Unshakable uh, faith. Yeah, yeah. shakable faith. Mm. That's um, Evangelist Latrice Evangelist Latrice Lyon. She has uh, Unshakable Faith Revival every year. She used to host it in Memphis. And in 2017, she brought it to Atlanta. And I had just lost my mom. Um, was going through a lot. And I saw it. I said, I'm going to that. Uh, I had been seeing her advertise it. And I knew that God had something for me. That 2017, I drove to Atlanta by myself, went to the conference. When I got there, I had left my luggage at home. I remember walking out the door because I was just so distracted by my mom's passing. And I said, God, I just got to get away. I got to get away. Left my luggage. Had to go buy clothes. Didn't realize I had left my luggage until like two hours before it was time for us to board the shuttle and go to the church wow. service. And you know, in Atlanta, two hours is not a lot of time when you have to find a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or, or a Target. That's not yeah. a lot of time to find something. So nice. God was like, I didn't know where I was going. God said, make a left out the hotel. I made a left. I just listened to God and found a Marshalls, was able to purchase some clothes, came back, was running, trying to get dressed and um, came back and then got on the shuttle bus and went to the service and I then realized I said oh my god now I know why and so I go to it every year was planning to go this year but you know with COVID-19 um she's had to postpone it this year and she'll have it back next year 
But um, she's the reason why I got connected with Kim Roundtree. Again, like I say, I connected with Kim that 2017 year and, and wrote my book. So it's just been exciting um, with that. Wow, that sounds great. And you got to take a picture with her. So I know you was meant to be there. That's awesome. Yeah, and even when she comes to locally, um, and she'll say, hey, Wina! And I'll burst out the laughing. So even when she comes locally, I, I do my best to go support her because she is the reason why I was able to get the book. It, I mean, and she was preaching that year and said, there's authors in here, and everybody that's on that, um, in the Theater of Freedom book, we all met at Unshakable Faith, except the, the guy. We didn't meet him there, but everybody else, that's where we all met at. So, wow. um, she birthed it, and I'm forever grateful um, for her. Yeah, that's a blessing. It's an awesome story. Now, I wanted to see about um, this training session. Talk more about it. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 and 15. We mostly know that if you're a Christian. This is the scripture. Talk about your consultation yes. appointment. So, um, this is where I teach about prayer, intercessory. Um, I teach on... Um, how to pray and and how to get your answers on it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my trainings are usually dealing with the unconcealed weapon, which is the Bible and prayer. A lot of people don't realize, you know, they conceal their prayer life because they don't want people to know they have a. They don't pray out loud or they won't pray where they are. And the Bible says, in all things, pray. Pray without ceasing. He tells us that. And a lot of people, they feel like they don't, they can't pray about a car. You know, if you're going to purchase a car, you better pray because you're going to want God to cover that car. Um, if you're going to purchase a house, you better pray uh, because you don't want God to direct your path. Um, and so yes. often we, we leave out that, that unconcealed weapon, which is prayer and reading the Bible. So I do training sessions mm-hmm. on that. Um and a lot of times when I do the training sessions, um, they used to be, you know, in church uh, and a lot of people, you know, would come to church. Now, I'm gradually moving them virtually. I was moving them virtually before COVID-19 even came because I found that, that I found out that a lot of times people's schedules don't work, but you're meeting at the church and uh, you, you can't get there. So I do a lot of that online training with that. I have done one. Uh, and it's on my YouTube page. I did one on the eight prayer watch, watches. And I had done that on my Facebook group, which is Divine Watchmen. And just doing different things like that. I train pastors and leaders how to write their curriculum. Uh, you know, like I do our curriculum for our church. So I train them how to uh, carve and create their curriculum for their church. We haven't bought Sunday school materials from a company um since uh, 2015 or 14 2014 january 1st or whatever that first sunday was in 2015 we started using mm-hmm. our own curriculum and i am the author of that curriculum um all right we studied yeah we studied books from the bible um we studied the prayers of the bible the parables of the bible um we, we're now in the book of john 
um, just killing a lot of misunderstandings. For example, you know, people calling the Lord's Prayer that's found in Matthew. That's not the Lord's Prayer. That's the model prayer. The Lord's Prayer is in John 17. And so, you know, teaching people about that, you know, when you don't know a lot of things, you could be hindering yourself in your prayer life. So, you know, um, and so just training people on that, you know, and a lot of people like, that is the Lord's Prayer. No, it's not. Let me tell you why. And I have biblical based knowledge. And um, Mm -hmm. my pastor is very, he's he's a great theologian and I, I just glean from him. I glean from him. And so um, I tell you, my ministry, ministry thrives because I listen to him. You got to be able to listen and you got to be able to take, you know, constructive criticism. And I have to take that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll say, Pastor, I have an engagement to go to. And he's like, no, the Lord didn't tell me that. And sometimes he'll say, the Lord did tell me for you to go. There's been many times that he has said no. And I'm going to be honest, I'll be like, God, he don't want me to grow. And then two or three weeks later, I'll find out like, oh my God, I'm glad my feet did not touch that soul. And that's where people have to realize in ministry, whether you're a preacher, an apostle, an evangelist, a prophet, uh, you know, a reverend, a minister, your feet does not need to touch every piece of soul. Every engagement people offer you, if God didn't ordain that, don't you don't need to go because it'll take your ministry. Uh, and so I listen to my pastor when it comes to that because he is my uh, overseer. Yes. Man, that is good. You are teaching right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all I... That's all I have for today, but is there anything else I left out before I give your contact information, how to get in touch with you, woman of God? Um, no, just they can follow me on my podcast, hashtag there is a word podcast. It can be found on Anchor, it can be found on Google Podcasts, it can be found on uh, Radio Breaker. Um, I'm trying to thank all my platforms because I, they keep increasing them, so I can't keep up with them. Um, it can be Rocket Cast. Um, it can be found on mm-hmm. Apple in Podcast. Uh, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, I am on Spotify. Yes. Yeah. So hashtag there's the yeah, word. There are some powerful devotionals and, and conversations. I am transparent on the com- uh, with the conversation in regard to how I dealt with anxiety and when I found out what the anxiety mm. was coming from. So that one is an excellent episode, the anxiety and fear that I was dealing with. I'm very transparent with that because I think that's the only way we can help people wow. is to be transparent, um, trust and believe. Um, I don't have it all together. And, you know, so many ministers, preachers, and, and, and apostles and evangelists, they, they right. jump around like they all have it together. I don't have it all together, and I didn't have right. it all together. So, you know, listen to that right. one. That one is good. It's good. But, yes. Yeah. So, um I'm on those several platforms. Wow. So I see here that it says um, you, Reverend Parent, is available to provide consultations, seminars, workshops, and retreats. So you must contact her at 864-907-2872 or Minister P at DivineInGodMinistries.com. 
So thank you so much for your time. I love you, woman of God. I can't wait to, you know, learn from you, get some study <laughs> materials and how to have a wonderful, awesome prayer life. And everyone stay tuned for next week <laughs> for another powerful guest. And thank you so much again, Reverend Edwina D. Perrin, for your time and sharing all about your ministry and your life with God. And again, women, now I want to tell you that you too can have the Cinderella effect. Thank you. Bye-bye.